First World Problems is now part of the Punk News Podcast Network, where you can check out other shows like the Punk News Podcast and Wizard's Beard. Visit punknews.org for those shows and many more, as well as all the latest news, new releases, and reviews of all your favorite bands. Check it out. Welcome to First World Problems, the podcast, episode number 25, and this is our year-end extravaganza top 2011 list to end all lists. Basically, this is the only authoritative thing that you should pay attention to in regards to uh, music journalists covering music. We are journalists. We are. We are journalists. Um, We are with here annually with uh, Mr. Jeremy Bohm. Jeremy. What up? <laughs> we we had him on last year, and uh, we couldn't resist bringing him back to uh, talk about uh, all the records that we enjoyed this year because uh, it was quite fun last time. It was, it was, and as uh, as mentioned last year, because currently, because obviously everybody remembers last year perfectly, one hundred percent. Throughout our friendship, um, I've only known Scott for ten minutes, but um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, no, it's maybe it's an hour and ten minutes because he did last year. Obviously. Right, right, right. I've I've been around you for right. an hour and ten minutes. Yes. Um, it doesn't count when I walk minutes. by you in no sleep and you're just kind of looking at your computer. <laughs> but, Sorry. <laughs> but uh, no, Joey, Joey and Ray and I have done lists since I think we've been friends. Yeah, which would I, have been about ten years, over ten years now. Yeah, easily. So yeah, I, I can log into my MySpace. You can see my past list if you like. I only have, I actually looked it up and I put all of my lists in one Word document. Mm-hmm. I only went back to 2003, but I can't find, because I think I started in about 2000. Oh, okay. Maybe 2001, maybe. Yeah. But, I'm on MySpace right now. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that, that was the only blogs I ever had on MySpace was, our, was the year-end ones. Oh, yeah. And I used to do the worst of, and I don't <laughs> think I can do that anymore. It's a, probably, you might, you might I, piss I, off some I of your tour mates. <laughs> I, might, I might offend people. This would be. Uh, anyways, so yes, Jeremy, thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me. And uh, with us, as always, Mr. 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 Joey Cahill. What's up? Mr. Scott Arnold. Hello. And um, let's dive right into the uh, quick hit section. Well, no, you. I, oh. think, I think I need to write my wrong of 2010. Write your wrong of 2010. What is? Please reveal. Um. Looking back a year later, The National was the best record. Because <laughs> <laughs> what did you say is the number one record? A quartet. Oh, yeah, you're drunk. Yes. Wow. Yeah, because it, it, it actually takes Scott a year to digest records. So whatever he puts for the previous year will probably be what he likes more this year. Am I right? Could be. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you have joined The National crew. Someone compared them to Coldplay. That they're going to be as Probably big as my Coldplay. Mom. <laughs> my mom loves both Coldplay and the National. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your is that your mom's favorite record of last year? Probably. <laughs> what the fuck is my MySpace login? It's I, um, Blink One Eighty Two. That's usually the popular internet not password. My pass- no, I know my password. X X X. Joey Cahill XXX Skater Scott Punk well, Let's keep the show moving Skater Sorry. Scott Punk at AOL.com I don't need you slapping the table Scott You're really you're really spiking the audio when You, you were an Aqua Cadet So is it Aqua Cadet at AOL.com Aqua Cadet and then the number, the of number. Shout out to my fellow cadets out there What is Aqua Cadets? Oh. Uh, that was the fan club that the Aqua Bats had Genera- Generational difference right here Tens of thousands of members I was member 129 <laughs> Elliot is like number like 19,042 or something My so. friend Alfredo was number 9 
That's impressive. He got a, a, a band, or a, a diploma, a diploma, a diploma, a certificate, a certificate for the. He graduated from Aqua Cadet College. We went to a few summits. It was great. Some, one of them was at Boomers. We wrote some. Um, Roller coasters. We had Mini to get golf. all their autographs to get a copy of Super Rad, the CD single. It's so good. That's where I met. They're actually they're developing a TV show right now. I heard. Yeah, one of my my friend plays guitar show? with them now, which is even better. Well, they they do that Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, Found it, guys. Right. I'm logged into MySpace. Thank God. It says welcome back since 2007. I wanted to go to the driving range, and I was thirsty on December 30th, 2008. Wow, that's pretty good. Can we do a podcast where we just go read our last live journal entries? <laughs> I never had a never live had journal. journal. Never had a live journal. Well, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jer- Jeremy can actually pull all of his lyrics from all of his live journals. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> inspired by... Inspired, inspired by, by teen angst. Your pre- pre-teen blogging. Exactly. God, For those wondering, in 2007, my worst record was Crime and Stereo is Dead. <laughs> Joey does not like Crime and Stereo. No. That record is pretty good. Anyways, quick hits. Let's move on. Scott, you want to start things off with a bang, so to speak? I do. It is a stylus, also known as a pen for the iPad, called the Cosmonaut. Okay. It is thick, black. Sounds like Scott's in love already. Um, It just came out. Do you you actually currently have it? I have one. And do do you draw with it? Yep. It's got the perfect weight to it. Perfect girth, if you will. Yes. I'm referencing a black penis. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, check it out. I played with it yesterday. It 20 awesome. bucks. I drew a dick on it. There's so many sexual There's innuendos so many sexual in this. Innuendos yeah. Flying. Uh, no, really, I drew a dick. Studioneat.com, $25. And would you recommend this to somebody who doesn't care about drawing? No, I wouldn't. Okay. No, I wouldn't at all. Then I won't buy it. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Scott. You're welcome. Joey? I'll get to my quick hits in a second, but since I'm locked in my MySpace, uh, I'm this looking at my trip, top, my trip top down 20 memory lanes of 2004. My number one record was Taking Back Sunday, Where You Want to Be. And the first thing I wrote is, Fuck Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Dueling lists. Yeah. Uh, I, we used to talk shit via each other lists. Yeah. Each other lists. I remember that. That's uh, a good list. Sorry. Yeah. It's, um,. I'm sure I had AFI at one point on my worst of that, that definitely man? said. Oh, easily. I, I, I distinctly remember that. Yeah. AFI, yeah. not a good man. <laughs> you just ruined your tour, future tour, right? I had Paulson, fine. number 25. Paulson, at, good, at my, uh, good record. In 2005. Anyways, quick hits, two of them. One, this, this is a record I think originally came out in 2010, might have been re released this year, but we never talked about it, and I've been listening to it. Uh, a lot lately. So, um, let live, uh, fake history. Correct. Yeah, it's awesome. That's all you should. That's your quick hit. Yeah. Oh, you can do records. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. We've oh. never talked about it, so yeah. And since the year end, we're not going to talk about other records. Your dog farted. It's yeah, real rough. Well, um, but that record's awesome, and I'm very excited because I think they have a new record coming out. I'm ha- sure. um, I'm very happy for uh for for Jason. They've been a band for a very long time. They've been a band forever. And he is the, the rock star of the century or something, right? Yeah. Uh, what have you been eating? They do, they do well in the UK, I know. Very well in the UK. Yeah, I, that cover of the magazine was, was, at, was on sale when I was there. I was just like, 
Oh my God, that's him on the cover yeah. with Billy Joe way behind him and with Link Haley and Haley. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, they need to put the most because they they pull the most outrageous stunts in the UK. Therefore, <laughs> and UK loves their sort of sensationalistic frontman. Okay. So that's what I mean. I, I personally believe. I mean, yeah. They, yeah, obviously totally. they like the record, but right, it's right, like, right. if there's a dude that's going to put himself out there, like you know. Whatever, a few years ago, when obviously uh, Ollie from Bring Me the Horizon, like yeah. that, because he was he was crazy. Was he pulling his shirt down and making a sad face? He doesn't do that anymore. He's grown up, Joey. Oh. He did that maybe back in two thousand seven, or but yeah. I just, I just, I just noticed UK press definitely loves right, right, right. those dudes. And that, it's, what's, what's awesome though is like it's totally not. I don't think it's fake because he's mm. been a crazy frontman since. When did that band? I mean, that band was around when my old, 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 old band. Oh was yeah, around. yeah, and. Taken obviously, like Taken, yeah. I'm sure played with Let Live. We did. Times. We Taken never played with him, but Makoto oh, did. But they, we played with them at the Key Club, and he brought a great, ladder. Great venue. Great yeah, venue. he brought a ladder out on stage, and that went really well. Oh, I'm sure on the Key over oh, the on the Key, key Club. Club. Yeah, they were psyched. And he climbed up, and then you know had a megaphone or whatever, and was doing his thing up there, and it like. I, I felt like the whole show was going to come to a screeching <laughs> halt because of that, and I was like, "Oh, started cool. a ladder match, middle of the yeah. <laughs> uh, No, like I think the, in the first twenty TA shows, uh, we played a, we played a high school, um, like a high school auditorium, not auditorium, um, just like a gym, I think it was, sure. yeah, uh, in Westchester, I believe. And um, mid set, yeah, I know it's rough. Uh, mid set, uh, he ran to the back, grab, took his shirt off. Put a TA shirt on backwards and ran back and just did the rest of the set. And I was like, I'm not even mad. Like, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's fine. I was going to give you a free shirt anyways. Yeah, I was going to give you a free shirt anyways. Like, it's fine. Actually, funny uh, little thing. Um, the night I met Jason, um, we it was with my old, old band. I knew he had a, sort of a Daryl Palumbo-esque thing. Yeah. So I... Uh, I was like, yo, we do a glass shot cover. You want to sing it? And he was like, you know I do. So we did a glass shot cover. He sang it in the middle of it. He and I kissed on the mouth. First night we met. <laughs> That's cute. So nice. there you go. There you go. There you go. Crazy from yeah. That is a good record, though. Yes. I didn't think it, I definitely didn't think it was possible. Because, you know, especially when you have a band like that that exists for a long time and you kind of have a preconceived notion of them where you're like, oh, yeah, they sound like glass jaw. Right. And it was like, I just didn't listen to the record for the longest time. But I didn't listen to it when it was on Tragic. Maybe about two, three weeks ago that I was like, I'm gonna listen to this for some reason and it, then it became like I'm gonna listen to this two or three times a day. Yeah, it's a really good record. Um, and for those wondering, in two thousand six, AFI December Underground was my third favorite record, and it starts off with Jeremy Can Eat a Dick. There you go. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> my other quick hit, we'll make it quick, is I've been playing Batman Arkham City. Ar- Arkham Asylum. Ar- yeah, that's the one. Uh, and it's really fun. Just play it. That's all. Every villain ever is in that video. Game. Yes, I'm currently battling Penguin. What system is that on? I believe it's on all of them. Yeah. Okay. PS3, it's really fun. Xbox. It's. I've been playing for a very long, you know a few days now, and I think I'm at like four percent. So it's a long. It's massive ass game. games. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. But you're saying really that's fun. how far into the game you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's really fun, and it and the fighting is is somewhat easy. It's just you pretty much just mash buttons. <laughs> so it's per- perfect. Yeah. <laughs> AKA perfect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's really fun. I'm, I'm having a good time. Cool. Tech and inspired fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Street Fighter 2 in the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> Where you accidentally stumbled across a special move because you're like, mashing so many hell, buttons. I did a hot duke and I don't even yeah, know what that is. I didn't is. even know what I did. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, would you like to grace us with your uh, quick hit presence? I didn't have one planned, so I'm just going to throw one out you there. You just riff. Just riff. After our conversation just about being in the Carolinas before we started, 
I'm just going to say Cheerwine. I Ooh, love Cheerwine. It's good. I love it I so much. It. And um, you can get it here at BevMo in like the import section. Um, Which I love how it's an import. Import, yeah, import from the Cause, Well, because I think it's because I think it's originally an English soda. Is that right? I, I think know. I don't know though. I thought it was just strictly North Carolina, but I could. Yeah, yeah who knows? Um, yeah, so it's imported from Carolina. <laughs> yeah, if you ever get, a, if anyone ever gets a chance to try Cheerwine soda, it's unbelievable. It's, like a, it's a cherry soda, but not a cherry Coke. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. got a Dr Pepper vibe to it as well. It's kind of like a, a. It's a good vibe of a lot of different sodas. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, not of like the sort of you know that cherry-ish yeah. vibe. You know what? Since this is on my mind, I'm going to throw my second. I mean, I just came up with my second one. We like it. Raisin Canes. It's a chicken, fin- it's a chicken finger place. Uh, <laughs> they have them sprinkled throughout the country, but it not. But it's not on the coast. I mean, it's not on a. Well, it's not in like California, and it's not in like New York. Right. But they have them in like real like places you find like, cracker like the South, Midwest. You know what it is. But the oh, Jesus, dude, your dog is sick. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, the, ne- it, the nearest one is in Las Vegas. And actually, before this last tour, uh, a, friend, a friend of mine and I drove to Vegas just specifically to eat there and drove right back. Nice. Yeah. It's the best place. Wow. If you're a fan of chicken fingers, of chicken just fingers. go nuts. It's the best place. <laughs> Ray, do you have a quick hit? I do have a quick hit, Scott. Please Thank tell you. me. Um, mine is a podcast that I've discovered recently. Uh, from He's a small upstart. Uh, he's a, uh, Alec Baldwin. Maybe you guys have heard of him. <laughs> Podcast. He has a podcast on uh, you know NYC that radio station uh, that public radio station in New York. Uh, he does it. It's called Here's the Thing, and basically he's he's only had about four shows, but he has super varied guests. He has like uh, he had Chris Rock on one. He had um, Michael Douglas on another. And basically, I mean, since he knows everybody, he's able to kind of sit down with these people and have like a real serious conversation and not just like, hey, so what about? Your most recent movie, like that's obviously right. pretty fucking boring. Um, so he has pretty real conversations with people, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's like super quick. It's like twenty five minutes or something like that. So it's huh. not this long and labored, like you know, three hour first world problems it's not podcast. A, it's not <laughs> Kevin Pollak podcast. Yeah. Did you listen to the one with Chris Kardashian? I did. How is she? She's pretty pretty funny. Okay. I mean, they also mm-hmm. talked about. Her, his or her daughter's divorce and everything. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess he's been a friend of the family for years, too. So, okay. And that's the thing where it's like, because Alec Baldwin travels in so many different worlds, like on the second show he had like a politician, like a super right-wing politician, and Alec Baldwin is extremely left-wing, and so they had like... But it was there was like a, a mutual respect. They, they didn't just like get on there and talk shit with one another. Nice email, Scott. That was me. Nice email. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so I recommend that Stop podcast. texting Jeremy. <laughs> He's organizing his list. I'm organizing my list. I, don't, I doubt it. No, he is. He, some, some did you not girl, hear him? Some young girl in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> he, they didn't go to Wyoming on this recent tour. Thanks for knowing that. You're welcome. Um, it's creepy? That I know Jeremy where Jeremy is every day. I just get a tweet every day where Jeremy is. <laughs> but yeah, check out the podcast if you like little short interviews with what's it called here's the thing here's the thing yes and it's funny because alec baldwin does an intro and you're just like it's alec baldwin's voice is so distinct and you can't help but laugh even though he's saying something serious initially i want him to interview one of his brothers he probably could yeah i wonder if they get along i think you can get him yeah i think you can text him 
Yeah, let's do the uh, top ten list. We're going to do... Number ten. Very good drum roll. Well, I was going to explain how we were going to do the format so people can follow along at home. Is that we're going to do it roundtable where we'll all do our, uh, you know, number ten record of the year. You know, maybe say a word or two about it. And then, um, yeah, and then kind of go on. And then uh, towards the end of the list, we'll, you know, go more in depth about how... Go more in depth about how we can uh, how sponsors, we uh, Diet Coke. <laughs> how we really enjoy the records of the year in our personal humble opinion. So um, we'll do we'll do we'll do popcorn initially as far as uh, who can go first. Let's do uh, Joey. Yeah, you you because the only reason I mentioned that is because you said your number ten pick was going to be something that could incite some conversation. No, I probably won't incite much conversation. Um, Way to downplay. Yeah, no. And Joey is the proprietor of Six One Three Home Records, so he is. Uh, are you including bands that you've released? No. Okay. But everyone should listen to records we this year. <laughs> Where could we buy those? Six One Three Records dot com slash store. Impressive. Um, my number ten record is Trapped Under Ice, Big Kiss Goodnight. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good record. That's all. The best thing, the best thing they've done, hands down. Um, yeah, they had Chad from We Found Glory produce it, I guess, and you can actually hear different stuff that they do, and it's I don't know, it's good. I'm excited to see what they do next. Got it. Yeah. I only I've only heard it in the, the, the van. Jake who Jake Lang who was our our tour manager from Albuquerque. He uh, he played a couple times in the van. It sounded cool. I, didn't, I haven't heard it much since. Um. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't have repeat plays for me. Like I listened to it, and I, I, I definitely would actually listen to it again as opposed to other trapped in rice where I'd listen to it once and be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll file that away in the, the the database. I liked that. Here's that. Here's that sentence we all love. I liked the seven inch when it came out. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was cool, um, and then I I didn't really listen to the to the full length too much. The first one. I feel like this is the fir- the first stuff I've really really liked. They were okay. always cool live, and then I wouldn't listen to them much recorded. But this record, I really like. And the recording's awesome. The guitar sound. Yeah, really sonically. Good. Sonically, it does sound very good. Um, cool. Yeah. Scott, what about your number 10? Uh, I'm going to pick for popcorning, then I'm going to Oh, yeah, that's popcorn. true. That's true. Sorry. Popcorn Jeremy. Oh, fuck you, Scott. <laughs> um, my number 10 is uh, Oh Brothers Garden Window. Has anyone checked it out really or not really? I Let's have. in your car. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. Well, it's the record that's coming out. It's already out. It's they they put it out like they they basically did it on through iTunes. You can listen. You can right. get it now through iTunes. But, but it's um, coming the out vinyl, on Triple Crown. Yeah, the it, vinyl, it's like the vinyl. I think comes out early next year. Or something yeah, there like we that. go. But um, I figure since you can get it right now, it makes I'll, sense. I'll consider it. I agree. Okay. Um, I loved the EP that they did before this. Like, listen to it all the time. Um. It's such a huge sounding EP that I was like really anticipating what they're going to do with the full length, and um, I think they added a lot of new elements to the band, and it's 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 just awesome. It's they've added a level of like aggression to it too. So it's a suit. It's such a weird band because it's like you could easily see this being put out by like Relapse, yeah, but then they're getting put out by Triple Crown, and it's like they fit in with the whole sort of you know Kevin Devine brand new crowd. Like, right. It's just so, and they could tour. I know on the tour with Thrice they did 
okay. Like they uh-huh. didn't, you know, like impress right. anybody. Like yeah. Moving Mountains, I guess, was the band that like really stood out to kids. Besides, well, a lot of speed, I guess, was like fifty fifty. Right, they'd get the the usual heckles of homophobic slurs being thrown at them from Breath Rice fans. Yeah, I heard that happened uh, one of the nights. Yeah. In- Orange County. Thankfully, I went to the the second night. Yeah, which apparently was awesome for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good. But uh, yeah, I know the right. It's just yeah, they're such a weird band. Yeah, uh, I'm. They're definitely. I think they're lucky enough to where they could like tour with a band, you know, Neurosis E, and then they could also tour with a band like Manchester Orchestra, and yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. doing that Junius tour mm-hmm. in the winter. That yeah. makes sense. Which is it's a good fit for them. We don't want to blow our load on number ten, guys. No, I know. Anyways, all right. Pop, popcorn, Jeremy. Um, Ray. <laughs> uh, my number ten record is the fucked up record. David comes to life. Uh, I just yeah, they did an amazing job with this record. It's a band that never should have existed as long as it has, but they have, and they put together this massively expansive rock opera, and then yeah, they just did a really good job with it. It's catchy. It's the most listenable fucked up record for me. Definitely. Um. So yeah, and I really like it. And they just that uh, live show they did where they played the record from front to back, um, was just really cool. Like the video footage that they put online, it just like they played in the center. Mm-hmm. Everybody surrounded them. Cool. And it just it just it's just a cool vibe that you just don't normally see. I saw the Get Up Kids like that once. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Did they did uh, Matt Pryor put the mic out for singalongs like Damien from Fucked Up did? Um, no. <laughs> Weird. My friend had to sit on the kick drum because it was sliding around too much. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's embarrassing Party. For, for that guy. Yeah. Like, at first, it seems kind of like, and oh, I'm like, not wait. helping out. And then you're like, I literally... Like, it was, it was right. like 99, so there weren't a lot of people there, so it wasn't yeah. super You were okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Scott, round round this list out. Girls, father, son, holy ghost. Perfect record for waking up to the sunshine. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, I like that. I like that. That was nice. You... you, you Referenced exactly when you listen. Do you listen to the record any other time? Not really. It's in the morning when I wake up. It's a good pick me up record. Yep. It's like your cup of coffee. Yep. They're part of that scene. I don't listen to anything. I don't know what they sound like. I know that a girl I used to date is dating one of them. That's what I know Got about it. that band. <laughs> that yeah, and Clayton said I probably wouldn't like it, but yeah. I probably. Not. I mean, what does he know? I'll, I'll probably like it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that dork likes Paramore. What does he know? <laughs> what does he know? Number nine, Joseph. You're popcorning to Joseph for number nine? It's your, your ultimate choice. The slate nah, is clean. Weird. It is? Should we just keep going? No. Oh, do what you want. Okay. Popcorn back to Ray, number nine. <laughs> get everything ready. And just get <laughs> uh, number nine for me is the Defeater record, Empty Days and Sleepless Nights. I definitely, uh, it's, again, my favorite recording that they've done. Uh, even though the EP is like, it's the probably on the EP is insane. It's neck and neck. Yeah. Um, as far as like memorable songs um, and just an overall cohesiveness, I really like this record. Um, yeah, they just they continue to do the narrative perfectly. Like the vision of the band still continues, and like I know that they have a plan for it. You mm-hmm. know, they've had a plan ever since they started the band. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool just to see them be able to like execute it and more and more people kind of come, come along with them as opposed to like more people be like, what are you guys, the fuck are you guys talking about? So it's right. cool that they are, uh, you know, part of that whole resurgence of being able to insert emotion without being, uh, you know, without being, uh, labeled something that isn't tough, even though, you know, they are, uh, 
people do label them as untough right. in compared to other bands that are on Bridge Nine, but right, you know right, right. that they're yeah, it's a good record. And Joey, what's up? Number nine. Uh, number nine. It's, it's kind of a weird. I don't know if it counts as a record. But Funyuns, <laughs> well, I mean, my, my number nine is Wugazi Thirteen Chambers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I guess. it's got it's got more than ten songs. Yeah, I'd classify that. Sure. Um, Watch them at fun, fun, fun. Not fun, fun, fun. Walked away after uh, walked away <laughs> okay, pretty well, the, quick. Well, the record is awesome. Yeah, no, the yeah. record is awesome. Should it be live? No. How, okay, no. Well, well, people who don't know Fugazi Wu Tang mashup done by Cecil Otterfront and another dude. Doom Tree. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and it's awesome. But how the fuck do they do it live? Did they hit play. Yeah. Honestly, it was it was uh, Cecil Lauder did a set, uh, which I thought was uh, I'm sure it was like, yo, fun, fun, fun. If you want Wukazi to play, I get to do a set too. You know, so like Cecil Lauder played, um, and it was cool. And then um, he went behind a table, sat down with the guy who DJed for him, uh, lit a cigarette, and played the songs. Right, like just kind of. Sat behind a lot. I mean, I'm sure they were mixing live, which is cool and everything like that. But it's, yeah, it, all it's, these people gathered like it was going to be this like crazy like thing. Wu Tang was going to be there. No, no, just I mean, just like it was going to be this like really like wild this event, thing. right? Yeah, right, right. and then it's this, that it's going to be like girl talk playing, right? You exactly, know, confetti and just balls. Or Big Chocolate, who I saw at the Warp Tour. Yes, Big Chocolate, dub, dubstep artist, 2010. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> um, Sorry, Big Chocolate fans. Yeah. Cameron is his name, okay? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, the record's awesome, though. Yeah, I will say that. It's so cool. It's creative and it's done well. Yeah. It's my favorite Wu-Tang record. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're all really, they're, they're big fans of that, that you said that. Yeah. The Wu-Tang members. I'm, I'm sure they're listening. Yeah. ODB, rest in peace. I'll, I'll, I have a personal relationship what? with Master Killer, so I'll, I'll let him know you said that. Well, thank you. Popcorn Scott. Washed out, within, and without. Are you going to hit the table every goddamn time? <laughs> you're yeah. not a, you, it makes it triumphant. You're a, you're a judge when you do mm-hmm. that. I don't know anything about that. It's some shit in Scotland. Like. Yeah. What's it like? Talk mm-hmm. to me about it. Maybe you should listen to our podcast. Though, yeah. Let me just reference episode 14. <laughs> you need to come up with a Wikipedia page for your first world problems. Right. Actually, you know, we're, we're going to source that out to uh, one of our... Uh, more technologically advanced listeners. Actually, not even technologically advanced. It's not difficult to start a Wikipedia page. But someone should start one for us, a.k.a. Scott. Someone. <laughs> so one of our listeners. One of our listeners that interacts with us. That would be awesome. We would appreciate that. Yeah. While you're at no sleep looking at your computer, you can set one up. I, I like the record, too. Okay. If that's... Is it gonna... You'll find out. Oh. The re- it, it's kind of... It, because we, we were describing it in another podcast, and it, it has the worst label of any music possible. What it, do they call it? They call it Chill Wave. Yeah. Fuck that. That's which right. is, I mean, you just want to kill yourself. <laughs> like, you hear that, and you're like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, but that's hurt. You, if you put all of your preconceived <laughs> notions aside, and you actually listen to the record, it's, it's, like, it's one of the most, I guess, relaxing listens to. Like, it kind of puts you in a mood where it's just like... It's like a chill wave. Right. You're, like, you're just riding a chill wave, bro. It's like the last great chill wave, you know? Right. Well, I'm going to leave now. That's <laughs> an amazing reference. I was wait- There's no way that was going to go. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, you guys are really making me want to listen to this chill wave. 
Well, that's and that's why I said you put those aside because if you go into it with that, like you won't like it. Yeah, thanks, Scott. That's all. (laughs) Well, no, I I have a feel. I mean, because Joey likes Beach House, and there is similarities to Beach House to this. Like, this is way more electronic. Mm, And like selling me now. Hot babe on the cover. Yeah, hot babe making out. You like that? Yeah, (laughs) that's why you love that. Subpop release it. (laughs) Subpop release it, Joey. So okay. It could it could be I mean you're not gonna Here's look. what I'll say. I'll check it out. I'm never gonna check it out. You well you should because well you'll listen to it and you'll never listen to it again. That's all I Although say. last year off the list, uh Tokyo Police Club has become a record I listen to all the time, which Jeremy recommended. And the Sufjan Stevens record that Scott recommended I really like also. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I'll check it out. There's there's some there's some moments. All right. Would you like a popcorn? T- is it you two? It's Jeremy. Mm. I just, by default. By default. Oh, I didn't know Joey went. Okay. Yeah, I know. We... Yeah. Go ahead. Do you drop Scott. a marker. <laughs> uh, my number nine. And I'm going to say right now, this is going to now start with my list. Uh, a lot of like... The, like when I was putting together the list, I realized like this is going to be like an awkward friend list because a lot of the rec- a lot of records came out this year are bands that we have toured with or just have some some sort of relationship to begin with anyway so it was kind of weird to put together but number nine is title fights shed um when the record first came out um i liked it i thought it was cool there's a few songs on it that i really really liked but it didn't stand out to me as much as the previous stuff but then very shortly after we did that we did a summer tour with them and hearing the songs every single night and getting to know them so well made Made me appreciate the records on such another level. So now it's my favorite thing that they've done. And um, yeah, it's great. I like it a lot. Because it's my, that record is my biggest disappointment of the year. Really? Easily. That, I, it, it was, and I mean, I totally get it. Because it's like there, when you tour with a band, there are certain times where, you know, it, it, it pushes you over the limit of like, okay, like you understand it on, like you said, on yeah. a more intimate level. Totally. It just to me with this record, it just didn't like it, the, its teeth never sunk in where mm-hmm. it's like, it never, I felt like if I wanted to listen to shed again, it was like an effort. I was like, all right. Like I really, like, I feel like I need to like it more than I do. Like right. it's definitely like, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad record. Like, it's not like, Whoa, like these dudes shit the bed. This is terrible. Right. But it would just, it didn't have the same, like it wasn't what you wanted to hear. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, and the, I don't even know what I wanted to hear though. You know, I didn't know if, cause I knew that the band was going to progress. Like, right. And it's like, I heard, you know, like it was like a six song demo they had that they mm-hmm. were like, you know, shopping around the labels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, unwillingly, but the, the, <laughs> that they had recorded in order to kind of show labels yeah, where yeah, they yeah. were headed and like listening to those demos and then listening to the way the record came out was like, you know, just a different, it was a different perspective, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't agree with you, but I can easily see where that record <laughs> would place on your list. There you go. I like it. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they do next. I'm intrigued. Yeah, and I and to be fair to you, I haven't listened to or I haven't seen them perform the songs live at all, in any way, okay. shape, or form. So yeah, um, the last video they did was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Them in the woods. Yeah, that was I think cool. It was foreshed. I don't yeah. Um, yeah, pretty bad artwork. It was the same guy who did the last seven inch. Yeah, they used the same guy. Couldn't so. was like a joke. Yeah, well. I can understand that. Sorry they don't have your business card, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> what number are we on? Number eight. We're on number eight. Jeremy gets popcorn it. Popcorn right over to you there. Back to me. Back to you. Number eight. 
is Calm Trues. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> is that a video game? What's that? I know. It, you, you could find the music in a video game. What's the name of the record? Galactic Melt. Fuck. It's a 80s synthesizer-based guy from New York. They could have done the Tron soundtrack yeah. if Daft Punk stepped down. It's awesome. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a title fight. Oh, bird. Sorry, Scott didn't tour with them. Yeah. These guys were on my first tour a couple months ago. Can you please be quiet? I know. Can we, can we chill out with the mint M&Ms? Do, should we just pour them into a bowl or something? All right. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Popcorn. To whom? Who wants it? Joey wants it. <laughs> uh, number eight. Balance and composure. Separation. Nice. Um, I imagine this will be on some other list uh, as possible. we move on. Um, this was a slow burn for me. It took some time. I remember. When we first reviewed it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Right. I kept listening to it, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people are putting it on their year and less, like top three material. Yeah. Like um, journalists and what have you. My favorite song is Patience. Okay. Um, yeah, that's very solid. I'm, I still have never seen them. Um, good. Very good live. Very good live. I look forward to seeing them. They know what they're doing. Uh, they know how to play their instruments. They know how to play their instruments pretty they well. Know to, and they know how to play their songs, more importantly. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Crucial. Yeah, this, this record's really good. Um, too bad it's on no sleep. What up, Chris? What up? Popcorn Joey. Who's who's gonna get it? Uh, Jer- Jeremy Ray. Oh fuck. Who's gonna get it? Jeremy. There we go. Uh my number eight is Rival School's Pedals. Whoa. Whoa. Could, that, could, be, could be on my other like disappointing list. Well, let me tell you, let me let me tell you why it's not higher up on the list. Okay. I think this record you were really disappointed with it? I think it's awesome. It's a good record. It's a great record. Oh, but this is the first time I've thought about this record. Why? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw out a huge butt out there. Sure. Track four. Okay. The worst song ever penned. Like, <laughs> definitely the worst song in their catalog, uh-huh. but one of the worst songs I've heard this year. Okay. It's it's like the kind of elect- electro-y one. Sure, I remember that one. It's real, real bad. And and if <laughs> I don't know why I have such animosity towards it, but every single time it comes on, like I do, like a like a, a sprint to oh, change yeah. the track. I like, hate, dude. Nothing when you enjoy a whole record except one song sticks out. So I hate that. Yeah, dude. man, it sucks. And um, but what puts it on the list though is that the other songs on the record are so good. Like the the second to last song is incredible. You mean first, small doses? Small doses is yeah. incredible. The, the first three, the first three songs are great. Oh, ring it out. 69 guns. Eyes wide open. Oh, 69 yeah. guns all day. It's, it's an awesome record. So I'm glad that they're back. I'm yeah. glad that they put out a record. That's not a disappointment um, to me. Right. And, and, um, I am sad that they wrote one really bad song. Sure. It's a good record. Um, ring it out. It's awesome. The video was really cool. I don't listen to, I actually forgot about it. Yeah, I saw them when they toured, and it wasn't very good. Like, yeah, it, uh, all the old songs they turned into like jam songs. I don't That's know. That's kind of weird. Yeah, last time I saw them was uh, South by Southwest, like last year, and it was it was definitely like they. Lo- I mean, they just kind of played their songs, and it was very was it the Red Seven show. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. I it was okay. I. I get it, such enjoyment just watching Walter play yeah. guitar. And sing. Yeah, no, just because he looks like. 
he has such joy that he's playing music. Yeah. Like he's smiling super big the whole time. Like he's happy. He's an enjoyable person to watch play music. Yeah. So that kind of it's just tough ha- having seen them in the past when United by Fate first came out and seeing it now. It's unbelievable. Just like, yeah. 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 I just seeing Walking Concert. I just yeah. Although that did make me like whatever. No. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't. I just did. Honestly, I just didn't spend enough time with the record. I personally believe, like the first two songs really get me, and then the record it just kind of falls into like an unmemorable. And I just track three is the rocker, and then you get to track four, which is probably where you turned it off. Right, it's it could my be. Guess. It's my yeah. guess, man. I may, I, I may just make my own edit. Five. I yeah. may just make my own edit. Um, right, and then the vinyl yes. was really expensive. It was like twenty five dollars for a single LP and like one hundred forty gram. It's like thanks. Yeah. Thanks, photo sh- booth shop, whatever. <laughs> one of the one of the photo records. Photo, yeah. Um, What's your number eight? My number eight was um, Mariachi El Bronx too. That record, it's like I can't even believe that they did that. It's great. It's a, yeah. I know. I know. I'm gonna regret. It's not on my list, but I know. It's no that I know. It's one that I'm gonna regret because as I keep listening to it, I'm realizing how great it is. It's like because I mean, obviously, like I mean, well, personally, it's like mariachi music has no place in my life. None. None. Yeah. None whatsoever. But the fact that is it I can because you're racist. Yeah. It's because I'm racist and I hate Mexicans. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out on record and say that. Not true in either. But it's true. Just as much as Joe hates black people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they just the fact that they can make this record make it relatable to white people. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like Whoa. people that have no connection to mariachi yeah. music and be like, okay, like I can listen to this. It's catchy. It's funny. Like, and it's not funny. Like tongue in cheek, funny. Like, yo, we're fucking serious. We're gonna make a kick ass mariachi record and make it catchy. Make it everything that we want this record to be. So yeah, I love it. Number eight, it's definitely great. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Joey, uh, Childish Gambino, Camp. Joey, what's your number seven record? Childish, Childish Gambino, Camp. That's yeah. mine too. Nice. <laughs> uh, I I wish this record would have come out earlier in the year because I feel like it would have been higher. Do you know this record? Um, I'm not supposed to like this guy. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. Per- personal, Hollywood, personal, personal. Hollywood beef. Hollywood beef. Hollywood beef. Hollywood beef. Hollywood beef. Yeah, yeah. It's Do- Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood beef. Cool. <laughs> Everyone's really interested in this. Record. I am really interested. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, it's it, uh, one of Did, my. Was he on the Nickelodeon thing? And the thing <laughs> you walk by and he wouldn't give like shake your hand. You just confused everybody listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's another story. Uh, fuck Keenan and Kel. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I have, a, child, I have a childhood beef with Keenan and Kel. That is serious. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it's something as, as minor as one of my best friends had a thing with him. Got and it. He's not a good dude. Got it. So there you go. There you go. Donald and I. And when she first, saw, I had no idea who he was. And she's like, "Yeah, this guy Donald Glover." And I was like, "Dude's name is Donald. Like, yeah. who gives a shit?" <laughs> Well, sorry to all listeners named Donald. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 there's nothing wrong with you. Exactly. Well, this record is awesome. <laughs> I agree. It's, it's like a it's hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about it. Yeah, a few podcasts. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's a very good record. I, I keep yeah, keep coming back. I think I heard a song and the lyrics were really bad, but maybe I should hear more. It took me a while personally because I mean we talked about this previously, but it's like it, it's funny to hear him swearing and talking about fucking chicks when it's like you know you know him as a certain character on a television show and whatever mm-hmm. so that was hard for me to get over but once i did it was like it's a good record what television show is he on community i know was on 
not it's not yet. not yet. Don't Fuck don't you, don't Scott. bury it, Scott. God. All right, Joe, you can popcorn to either Jeremy or Scott since we nailed me as well. Uh, Scott, because I know he's busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce Manor. Joyce Manor. Ooh, wow. Yeah. It's referencing a six one three one record that Scott also helped create the artwork as well. Yeah. It's a good record. It's a great record. Reminds me of eighth grade. Okay. Um, it was a good time in my life. <laughs> do you want to hire chain wallet? Do you want to do you want to go back? <laughs> Over, overcome. That, yeah, yeah that's, that was way before that. I just like the, it's always. I know those are the, Scott. Those are his references. Hair, yeah. Wallet, not Zaya. purple hair. <laughs> overcome shirt. <laughs> Love that. Uh, popcorn, Jeremy. Uh, number seven, Manchester Orchestra. Simple math. That's uh, gonna be Joey's number one record of the year. <laughs> Did I just say that out loud? I'm sorry. I do. I just was thinking that. Um, you don't know. <laughs> considering how hearty that laugh was, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a great record. It's really, really, really good. It sounds great. Um, I've always been a gigantic supporter of this band, and um, funny enough, when this record leaked, uh, I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'll t- I'll check it." Like, I wasn't as enthusiastic as I had been for the last record, and I don't really know why. I was the same way. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, cool. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah." I'll- I want to listen to this. Yeah, cool. That'll be like I don't, and it's not like the last record let me down at all. I loved the last record. It was my number one. I think it was like in our top three at least for sure. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, Um, not me, not you. I know, (laughs) but uh, but no, the record's super super good. There's a a weird layer of like classic rock vibe to it, like very Floydy. That. It doesn't do anything for me because I'm not I'm not a Pink Floyd fan. Pink Floyd song if I tried. Um, you need break edge and start smoking more weed. Never. Um, <laughs> straight edge. Straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, love it. And there you go. They will always perpetually be a band that I just I don't I I I have nothing wrong with them, but I just I can never get any of their records. That's because you don't hmm. try. I do though. No, you don't. I do. You're a failure. Moving on. I do. I really try because it's like everybody that is within my circle of like people who I trust their musical opinions are like, "Dude, this record's amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, that's how I feel about Thrice." Oh, okay, fair. Haven't I? I I I respect them as a band, and I think it's great that they've changed so much and and been able to grow and and all that stuff. Like, no, I can't say a single bad thing about that band. Right. Um. But the only record that I ever owned was Illusion of Safety. Okay. Yeah. Easily the worst. Wait, which is the first one? Identity Crisis. Identity, Identity Crisis. Crisis. Oh, yeah, Illusion of Safety. Illusion of Safety was like the, the one that got everyone like, yeah. Devil. De- yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, that record was not. There's, yeah. some, Identity- there's still going back some good songs on that record. I c- it just I seems like it'd be Lost crazy dated these it. days. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very dated. Um, the thing that's weird about Manchester Orchestra for this record um, is I didn't see him once on like when they toured. It's like I don't want to go see them with Cage the Elephant. Right, right, right. I don't want to. Yeah, see they're them doing with the, weird with the tours. Deer yeah. No offense to. Well, no, the Deer Hunter sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just I didn't want to like spend the money. Sure. Yeah. Because it's like you only wanted to see one band, and it's like, yo, I'm not going to spend twenty five dollars yeah. to see this one band. Like at least if there's an opener that you just want someone I hadn't heard of. Right. You like remotely care about. Yeah. yeah. Like Deer Hunter's terrible. Yeah. Sorry to all the, the Deer, Hunter, Deer Hunter fan out there. Yeah. <laughs> Deer Hunter fan. The one that's going to buy the triple LP box set. Yeah. 
Jeremy Popcorn to whoever. This is clean slate, number six. Uh, wait. So I'm, am I starting this first one? No, you can you throw it to somebody. Or you if you want to, you popcorn yourself. Wow. My seven was Childish Gambino. Yeah. Okay. So now we're, now we're number six. Okay. Um, you going to stick with it? I'm saying you can throw it to somebody else, or yeah, you yeah. can review no, no, no. number six. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it to you. You seem anxious. Scott is anxious. He yeah. can't wait. This is a First World Problems favorite. Tim Hecker? Yeah. Oh, God. Rave Death 1979. Just turn the volume down for a while. Wait, let Scott talk for about 10 seconds and turn it back up. Um, Optimal working music for Scott. Yeah. That's in your zone. Yeah. Would you say this is the... No words. Would you say this is the best working music for you? Uh, no. Okay. That's your number one record? Maybe. Okay. No. Okay. Because that's in a different category. That's not weighted as high. As actually, you know what? The, the best way that Scott could probably classify his records where people will be able to, or we can actually discuss it, yes. is what, like, where you listen to this. By myself in the morning. hey Private time. <laughs> but this is after the girls' record. But this is after the girls' record, right? Uh, the girls' record wakes them, wakes them up. It depends the how. The Hacker record gets things sexy. It depends, <laughs> <laughs> depends what kind of day I'm going to have. If I'm going to have like a day where I need to focus, it'll be a Tim Hacker record. Okay. If I have to write some angry emails, it'll be the girls' record. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's not this clear. Is, this is, yeah, skeletons <laughs> are random blood. No, no, no. All right. I hate you, clients. There it is again. Always has to always yeah. has to hit the table. All right, Scott, popcorn away. Uh, I'm gonna popcorn back to Jeremy. We like each other on yeah. this podcast. It's cute. I like it's it. cute. Um, we're at number six. Yes. A record we haven't talked about yet: balance and composure separation. <laughs> uh, yeah, the record's awesome. Uh, they rule. Um, they did a great job with the record. And I'm excited to see what they do next. Dude, I'm being pooped on. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Good girl, Emma. Is that uh, Emma? She's farting she all over you. Ache. We've already discussed the record, so yeah. I'll just say it's great. And What's your favorite song? Proud of those dudes on it. Uh, Stone Hands. Okay. Ooh, good. good great song. song. Good song. Album. Number three. Uh, good song. Um, it's actually number four. Is it number four? I'm wrong. Yeah, Quick is number three. So number four, Stone Hands. That song is a monster. Um, popcorn to Joey. Uh, number six, Fucked Up, David Comes to Life. We already talked about it. It's really good. What did you like about it? Uh, it pretty much what Ray said. Okay. Fa- favorite yeah. Fucked Up record? Uh, favorite Fucked Up full length. Good call. I like some of the EPs better. Good call. They only have a couple EPs, though, so you know. It's right, yeah, they only have... 400 yeah uh it's really good it's really really long which yeah. my i don't even know if it's a complaint it's just really long it's a tough to sit through and listen to 18 songs 78 minutes yeah, that's wow i mean that is ambitious good job took to record yeah they recorded live so it took about that's like minutes. 15 touche mori full lengths <laughs> just just being honest uh, right yeah. wait to hear our new shit man nine minute songs that's all we're doing there you go flipping, flipping the script but yeah it's really good boom Boom. Six, popcorn. Do you think that? Do you think but, they'll release another record? I don't see why they wouldn't. Everyone's yeah. saying, are they? Have they said they're on hiatus? Is that a thing? I think they're just going to slow. I mean, they don't tour much, anyways. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, they just they just got done off a small tour in Australia with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I know. Did you watch any footage of that? It's no. Hilarious. Just no. watching them step out because it's like you know they. I mean, they look like who they are, and so it's like walking out in the stage with like 
you know, Damien's Damien's fucking sideways hat and his like Nikes and just like lumbering out there like they were <laughs> fucked up and it's like you're in front of the Foo Fighters audience like have some you know I mean because obviously Foo Fighters are gonna come out with like risers and yeah. pyrotechnics lasers and, and yeah yeah it was just funny um, I hope they do yeah I agree I would like to hear more material I need to keep my fucked up collection going I think so. they should they should. Uh, It'd be great if they just were like, all right, let's going to go ahead and do what we did like with our first record and just make it sound, you know, fast, raw. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. A nice juxtaposition. Yeah. Popcorn Ray. <laughs> we, uh, Scott brought up this record. Number six is uh, Washed Out, Within and Without. I found now it. I have to listen to it. Yeah. It's honestly, I, I found my perfect place to listen to it would be like just on a drive. Like okay. if you're on, like it, it, it could be a somewhat scenic drive. Like mm-hmm. I listen to this. Want to just chill out. Yeah, just you know, chill out watching waves. Yeah. Um, the band. Yes. <laughs> waves. Good. Good call. Um, but I actually found like one of the most uh, the 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 one time where this record stuck with me was when I was coming home from like Santa Barbara and I was driving down the 101 and it was just like it was just a perfect. It was like those perfect moments where a record just like seeps into you right it's like that's exactly what this record did with me so cool thank you ray you're welcome fantastic uh number five. First of all i'd like to dedicate my top five to chris abbott oh good call chris abbott could be the one that starts the wikipedia page do it pressure chris uh number five jeremy what about you um number five a lot of spew wildlife uh they outdid themselves it's incredible um i continue to be um jealous and angry at jordan dreyer's writing ability <laughs> first time we heard this record was while we were on tour with him in europe and um they played it for us in the van one day and we all just sat there in silence as we listened to this whole thing for like you know obviously an hour yeah and um jordan was actually sitting in he was in the seat in front of me and i just remember just keep leaning over and punching him in the arm being like <laughs> i hate you like just he would say a line that was just so so unbelievably good um, and especially I've said to bring up like the song King Park with the, uh, can I still get into heaven if I kill myself part? Oh, that, the Tumblr image. <laughs> when that part happened, like seriously, like there was just like a, the, the strongest, like just everyone in the van got chills and it was the coolest thing like that. They, they really added themselves and I'm super proud of those guys. So number five, nice. you, uh, life. you know, that record didn't make my list. King Park is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. It's, it's super impressive. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. Yeah. It's quite the crescendo. Good, good, good way to describe that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Popcorn Ray. Number five, Thrice, Major Minor. Jeremy obviously got this record. <laughs> um, I've seen the cover. Seen the cover. Uh, cool cover. Yeah, cool cover. I just. Did you do it, Scott? No. no. <laughs> Scott wishes he was enlisted to. Do you do the thrice art project? I'm with Jeremy. Like after uh, I went to the artist in the ambulance, then I was done. Yeah, that's where you guys are missing out. I celebrate the band's entire catalog. I agree. Well, minus first well, two records, Phoenix, yeah. whatever was that? Phoenix song? Ignition. Yeah, that's those, yeah. those don't really. Your head walked in yeah, that those, still. Those don't count. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. I mean, they just they've turned into a band that is just like they could be played anywhere, and people would be like, "Who's this band?" Like anybody can like find something in this band to probably like um whether it is the whole record whether it is a specific song um and they're just so focused on what they do and it's like it totally shows in this record um that focus and like the 
they had a lot of terrible shit that happened to him personally, and it's definitely spilled out all over the record. Like, uh, you know, a lot of deaths in the family, um, and a lot of like close family members were lost. And so it was just, and then they also had like the juxtaposition of emotions with like, you know, like kids being born and like a lot of stuff happening to them. And so it just really kind of, and it's like the major minor, like obviously that's where the record title comes from. I want you to be able to use juxtaposition for a third time in this. I can, I can save it though. I will. Don't force it. I know. (laughs) Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I love the record. It is a great record. It didn't make my list, but, uh, I really enjoy it. Cool. I'm, I still think I like Baker's a little bit more. Yeah, Beggars was a little more like uh, I guess poppy for like a better term, like yeah. catchy. I yeah. guess yeah. There was more maybe memorable moments in Beggars, but um, number five, who's gone so far? You two. That's just us two. Okay, let's do Joey. Yes, so exciting. Uh, number five, small brown, small brown bike fell and found. Um, it's the first record back since getting back together. Yeah, um, since the riverbed. This is one I totally forgot about that came out this year. I needed to listen to it more. You you kept telling me how great it was. It came out so early in the year too. It came out like yeah. March, I think. It came April. Out pretty early. Yeah, and I keep I still listen to it. I've got like my rotation of records I listen to while I'm at work, and this is oh, pretty much every time I'm at work I listen to it. Uh, it's great. They need to come play California because yeah. I still have not seen them since they got back together. Um, the song "Fell and Found." It's the third song. Is incredible. Um, it's more like the riverbed than like the earlier stuff, but that's fine because the riverbed was good too. Yeah, it's not as immediate as like obviously like Dead Reckoning, yeah. where it's like you know has that f- sort of fist pumping. I can't, anthem. I can't push bit to it, right? Um, <laughs> or you can't grow too much of a beard to it. You could, or you could definitely grow a beard to it, but not as quickly. No, not as quickly. No, I'm <laughs> slow. It'll, it's I'll, a slow I'll slow. It I'll, is. I'll put my flannel on a little bit slower. Right. But One sleeve at a time. Yeah. As opposed instead to instead of like you know. Right. For the listeners out there, Joey just flailed both of his arms. Yeah. Very is it, quickly. This isn't a video podcast. No, uh, it's not yet. We're <laughs> working on it. Um, but yeah. Bal- uh, what was it called? Balance of composure. Bike. Small brown bike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen to it, Scott. Boom. Go. This is the best work music of 2012. Love it. 2012? Thank you for framing it. We're in the future. I'm in 2011. (laughs) He's best excited. This this will make his year in less than 2012, too. Tycho, dive. Dude, I back it. Um, Kind of disappointed. This was like the previous record, Past His Prologue, was like my favorite record of whenever that came out of the year and this one was like long in the making it didn't really turn out as good as it could have been or as good as the previous one but it's still what does it sound worthy like? of number five Tycho? yeah it's like it sounds, so, like, no. it sounds like sun it yeah. no 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 it's, no. it's very like synthesized almost like like the calm trues record but like toned down a little bit and not and not as pretentious like this i i got turned on to this guy not through scott because it's it's a one man project. Because that's what most like Scott doesn't like bands. He likes one man projects. He likes people. No words. <laughs> I don't hear your story. I got turned on. <laughs> I don't want to hear your story. Shut up about words. Yeah. I got turned on to this dude by uh, like Riley from Thrice and the dude from Cloud Kicker. Like they celebrate this guy's catalog, and I never listened to him up until like honestly like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I found the record and was like, holy shit! Like it, I, it sounds. I would not like that. I. It, Again, I think I would put it in like the washed out category where it's just like you, it's never something you're going to be like, I am driving and I need to listen to this record. It would be like, 
you know, you just want to kind of just like chill out and be able to focus on whatever it is that you're doing. Like it's definitely a good mood, mood music, cool. but okay. if you want that, then find that. I would love to hear. What are we on? We're four. on four now. Joey. Oh, I would love to hear Jeremy's number four. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I saw that coming. Uh, number four, Joyce Manor. Joyce Manor. Ooh. Um, record came out very early in the year. I think January. I, I think I texted you like, did that come out this year? Was that you I texted about that or was that Elliot? Maybe it was Elliot. <laughs> January. Because um, I remember we played the release show in, was it February? Early February? February. We don't, we don't really stick to dates here. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Either, either way. <laughs> Vague, um, just as long, as long as within six months. It's CD okay. was September. Record was March. Um, <laughs> Both were in January, Scott. I, I think it goes without saying how much like we've all believed in this band. Um, I remember pushing it down six one three one's throat right when that demo came out, just being like, this is the best band. And um, I really hope that they can stay focused because they – they don't tour, and they need to tour. They have such they have such momentum that I don't think they understand, and it and it, it, it kind of bums me out. What's crazy is like this. I mean, obviously, I can't put this record on my list, but I mean, this record's incredible, and it came out in, in January, so things get forgotten. It's on. It's still bl- so many like best of the. And the fact like, that it's AP, stuck with people all year yeah. long. And AP gave it like it's the hard top, to do. Yeah, top yeah. ten that you need to hear. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. Yeah. Top ten essentials. Yeah. Essentials. Yeah. And then it was also I think it was number two on like the web editors. Record. Right. It's it's like, it's such a good record. It's like a refreshing record. You would never dare call it a pop punk record, but it's mm-hmm. like but it's it's pop punk before it's buried. It's pop punk. Yeah, exactly. It's like the jawbreaker pop punk where like you would be offended if you put it on the same team as like, you know, Newfound Glory. The Wonder Years. Nothing wrong with that, obviously. Um <laughs> So, yeah, the Joyce Manor record, I, I I love it, and I really, really hope that they continue to be a band and sort of maybe work a little more. <laughs> Get out there. Because they, they really have a chance to do something great, and I really hope that they realize it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, Joyce Manor. Good record. Proud of those dudes. Proud I, of actually, I actually didn't put it on my list, and I'm regretting it because I there's... I don't know why. I just if if I am in like arm's reach of a record, I don't immediately think of it for like yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. But whereas it's like honestly, like Thrice is the only band that like I have like that remote connection. So yeah. I don't know. And they're far enough away where I feel like I can, can still. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know why. But I totally yeah would put that record on my list if I thought differently. <laughs> Number uh, Ray. Number four. Number four. Ray. The Wonder Years. Suburbia, <laughs> I've given you all, and now I'm nothing. I know it's very controversial. Jeremy is making a face, <laughs> um, but I, uh, I've enjoyed this band, and I think uh, what they've done with this record is, I mean, it's tough to say that they are like pushing envelopes because they're not. They're, they have a very, uh, I guess, generic sound, for lack of a better term. It's true. I mean, like, because obviously there's not a ton of stuff that you can do within the pop punk genre that is like, holy crap, you've just completely thrown the rule books out the window. Um, but I think, like, what they've done is, like, earnest and heartfelt. I mean, and it could easily go the other way where people can look at it and be like, yo, that's cheesy as fuck. Like, and I get that. And I took, like, I can't. I can't fault for anybody feeling that way because it's. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a 31 year old man. Like, do I relate to this? You know, however old Soupy the character is. 
33. Yeah. But I do, you know, do I immediately relate to what he, he is singing about? Like, no, but the way that they put it together was, it was just refreshing to me. And it kind of hit me at a point where I was looking for something like that. Um, and I still keep listening to this record and it's above all, it's fun. It's like the most mindless record I have in my list where it's like, I don't take anything away from it. It's just like, it's kind of like a piece of candy where I'm like, mm, piece of candy. Yeah. Jolly Rancher. Mm, mm. Piece of candy. Mm. Mm, piece of candy. So yeah, that's uh, that's why that record lives in my life. Scott, number four. These are two friends of mine who I ridiculous had a project? tough time working this record out. I'm really proud that they finally finished. I already know where he's going. Um, two friends of his. This is great. <laughs> it's Watch the Throne <laughs> by Jay Z and Kanye West. <laughs> The moment he said two friends, I was like, yep, I know where this is going. Um, yeah, you know, the titans of the hip-hop industry have come together. And titans of life, I would dare titans say. Titans of life. <laughs> is it true they, they purposely got the most expensive samples you can possibly get? Just to show off. Just to be like, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. Like, they have, so like, there's like Otis Redding and stuff like yeah. that in there? Yeah. I also know that they, on the, the tour that they did, like the 20-date tour, they uh, Kanye being the non-businessman that he is, well, you have Jay-Z, who's like uber-businessman, and Kanye, who's like, whatever, I'll do fucking anything. He wanted to do like the most blown out, like they would lose money on this tour, uh-huh. and Jay-Z had to like reel him in and be like, yo, dude, we can't have like, you know, live, like 40 live tigers be released on the audience, <laughs> like, you know, whatever Kanye's ideas were. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. I listened to this record once. Yeah. And then I went, wait, I still don't like Jay-Z. And then I stopped listening to it. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my turn. Uh, Are we on, have we all done four? Nope. 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 Those two haven't. Uh, No, I have. Mine was Roy. Yes, you're right. Okay, Popcorn to Joey. Uh, My number four record, Panic at the Disco, Vices and Virtues. Home run. Uh, I feel like this band does not get credit, and that people who would like them don't listen to it because of... Panic at the Disco. Because, because of yeah, the baggage because of, that comes of everything. Like, <laughs> this record is such a good just pop record that if people were to, outside of, you know, the Fall that world, world, yeah, would listen to it, I feel like they would like it. Like, there's, it's so fucking good. This I'd probably listen to this record more than any other record all year long. Do you, Maybe because it's the, one of the only records me and my girlfriend both like. That's probably so, very crucial. Whenever we couldn't think of anything to listen to, we'd always just go back to this. What yeah. what like what like popping? Because I know we briefly talked about it. Because it's like I would you know like me listening to it. It's like they could be. I could easily see them be compared to like a Maroon Five, where it's like they're like radio ish enough, like they're, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Or no, I mean, I mean it, not it, like it, sonically, but I mean, I honestly don't even know. Like I couldn't yeah. even. It's just. There's like, there's theatrics involved, like within the songs. And I mean, they put on, like, I think I saw them four or five, six times this year. And they put on a great live show. Um, like, really good musicians. Um, and it's just, it's just an all around just good record. Like, rock elements, pop elements. Solid. Yeah. Like, there's, I don't know. It's, it's really good. I don't even know what else to say, but people should really give it a chance. Yeah, I feel like you need to defend your uh, Panic at Disco love. How big of a venue do they play? Uh, like they sold out the Wiltern pretty easily. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they still they've staked their claim. Like they're not getting more popular, but they're not waning. No, like they two years I think between records and they played a show at the Roxy. 
that like unannounced is sold out in like less than 30 minutes and then cool the, like a sold out full US tour and, yeah. um, so we should really listen to this record I back it obviously number four number four yeah <laughs> oh yeah popcorn time popcorn time uh, number three everybody popcorn ray <laughs> number three is the pianos become the teeth record the lack long after The band's first EP was just a very good indicator of where what this band could do. Um, I just remember listening to it for the first time, not this full length, but the EP, and be like, wow, like these dudes are kind of doing something that a lot of bands are trying to do, but like accomplishing it better. And um, this full length, just you could just tell how much they put into it. Um, and it definitely you know, kind of bleeds all over the tape, so to speak. Um, Lyrically, musically, um, you know, whereas I was referencing the Wonder Years previously, where I find nothing of value lyrically, <laughs> then again, not, that's not a bad thing. But, you know, this this record, I can definitely, there's a lot of elements that are obviously universal. Death, right. you know, uh, that's pretty universal. So yeah, this record, and they just, they just did an amazing job. It sounds great. Um, very, it's like contemporary, but can easily be listened to. You know, a few years from now, not sound like too dated. Where it's like, whoa, like this is definitely of the moment. You know, that is now also in my work uh, rotation. Uh, your your workout routine. Yeah. Oh fuck! I left a record off. <laughs> I'm gonna have an, an number one. I know <laughs> your workout routine. <laughs> no, no, not workout. Like my work. I know. I know. Uh, but because I just thought of something that's in my list of work records when you're pumping iron. Uh, everyone should listen to Banner Pilot. Uh, heartbeat specific. That's my number 11. That's his number 11. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, that's my number three. Um, Scott, what do you got? Um, I saw this guy play by himself in San Diego a few years ago. Shocking. Um, I didn't think it was going to be much, but he turned out to put his little project into a big band. And they released a record, a self-titled record this year. And my other friend really likes it a lot, which dropped it down a few spots. In my <laughs> Thank you. Bon Iver. Did I, did I like commandeer that record from you? Ah, uh, yes. I'm sorry. I'll be honest. I don't listen to it because you like it so much. It's okay. But, and, you know. That's it's what, a cool record. It is a cool record. <laughs> it's I not on my list, but it's a cool record. It got play. Yeah, it grew on me. And um, I feel like I, I haven't given it enough chance. 
I was disappointed when I first heard it, but yeah. Oh, I can and I can see that reaction from. I mean, because that's most music critics that are like dissecting this record, like it's you know the second coming of Christ, where it's like, should we like this? Should we not? Right. Yeah. Don't blow your load. And we know you're going to talk about it in a few. No, I know. I'm just, but I'm just saying Scott's sentiments are definitely, and both, and both of your sentiments as well. Like that's is appropriately represented out there where people are like, yo, this is way too produced. I feel like next it's going to be when we do the next year's list. You're going to write your wrong. I'm going to, yeah, exactly. I mean, it won't be my number one. I won't national it, right? but I will say, oh, that record is pretty good. I should have listened to it more. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Tune in next year. <laughs> Number three, Popcorn Ray. Uh, I already did mine. <laughs> so we, we can talk about the Pianos Come to Teeth record. Oh, if you tell want me to. about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Has it's, anyone not the number three? Jeremy. Jeremy. Popcorn. That's why I left it for you. Joey. Well, this is where things get awkward. Uh, my number three record of the year is Touche Amore. <laughs> Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me. What's that like? <laughs> it, it's just it's the, the best. It down, but it's actually the best metal record uh, named by Ellie Weekly, so you can't claim that. Uh, I mean, I guess as with no bias. I mean, it's being such good friends with Jeremy and putting out the first record. That I guess there is going to be a little bias, but there's really not because this record is like there's a sense of pride, like when hearing it come out, like it's top shelf. Yeah, yeah. Really I agree. Good. Thank good, you. Good job, well, Jeremy. You appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know the way the way the way that I view it, and I think Joey will probably agree with me is the fact that it's like you 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 want your friends to succeed, and you when you're watching your friends create whatever it is that they've decided to create in their lives, whether it's like you know like Scott's artwork, children, children, whatever. When you when you're starting to see them like achieve what you know like is inside of them, what they're capable of, whatever you know, as cheesy as that sounds, yeah. it's like, and I think that this record is the culmination of that. Where you're just like, fuck yeah! Like, not only is Jeremy being able to accomplish what he wants to like musically, but like people are actually like, it's resonating with people. It's well, not just like you're in your vacuum. Like, yeah, dude, right. got this awesome stuff. What I think is awesome is. You know, when at the show at the LA where they played both records, the new record throughout the entire record got a better response than the first record, which I think is a, a good sign. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. It's not just play the old hits, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That'll come after the third That'll record. That'll come after right. <laughs> is there any breaking news coming out the third record? <laughs> uh, is 2012 going to bring us a new full length? We, no, no. We have decided we are not doing a new record in 2012. Just be, I mean, we, wow. yeah, well. We look at our timeline, and we've we've seriously done That's a whole lot in in like the three and a half years we've been a band. Like, yeah. we have two full lengths and four seven inches, and we've been on tour nonstop. So we're gonna take 2012 and just tour. And uh, we have some plans, which we can we can talk about 
<laughs> but, um, but yeah, we're we're just going to focus a lot on on touring certain places we haven't been before and just kind of do our thing, and then maybe towards the end of the year start writing. But that's that's the plan. And last thing, Homeboy from here is probably my favorite song of the year. Oh, well, thank so. you. You're welcome, Jeremy. Thanks, pal. <laughs> and the video is really cool. So if you haven't seen the video, you should watch it. MTV.com yeah. slash Touche Amore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yes. All right, popcorn uh, Jeremy. It has to be. Um, Brad Eyes, the people's key. If I could change my mind, change the paradigm, prepare myself for another life, forgive myself for the many times I was cruel to something helpless and weak. But here I come, that heavy love I'm never gonna move it alone Here I come, that heavy love Oh um, I, Did I just upset Joey? What art is... <laughs> um, yeah, no, people... Uh, I'm, I've been waiting for a new Bright Eyes record for a while uh, I, Certain people didn't like Casadega I loved it um, He hasn't put out a record yet that I've disliked and um, always been a Connor fan, and no shame in that for me. No shame in that game. No shame. Uh, and the People's Key is back to being really dark, and uh, it's it's everything I kind of wanted to hear him do. Um, it's got elements of like back from like even Fevers and Mirrors era up until Lifted, and even with what he's trying to do now. But it, the only difference is he can sing properly now. Right. So he, he's harnessed his voice. Yeah, exactly. Which and I love. I love the era when he couldn't sing. There was yeah. there was uh, a charm. lot of angst and charm in that exactly. But um, yeah. And then a funny side story. Uh, when I was just in when I was just in New York a couple weeks ago, uh, walking around uh, streets of New York with a friend, saw Connor Roberst walk by uh, while we were in a restaurant, and we we're like, oh wow, that's crazy. And then um, like an hour and a half later, when we just started exploring the streets, uh, he came up out of a bar, and we we're like. Whoa, twice, twice in one day? <laughs> twice in one night, okay. And this was like a good mile yeah. away from where we were. So we're like, whoa, we might as well follow him. <laughs> <laughs> so we stalked Connor Oberst. Uh, we were about, we, we kept a good like half a block distance, you know, but a we good, like. Good detective and across, Yeah, and across <laughs> the street, you know, like we, but we kept our eye on him and uh, watched him go, to his, go into his apartment. I know where Connor Oberst lives. I thought he was back in Omaha. No, he lives in New York City. He probably splits his time. Yeah, I, I can imagine. He has multiple homes. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you uh, go. I stalked Connor Robert. Nice. Good I confession. enjoy this record as well. <laughs> uh, are we on number two? Yes. Yeah, I think Joey, number two. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, I'd like to talk about Bright Eyes, the people's key. <laughs> Good uh, lead in. Pretty much everything Jeremy said. It's like, with every, you know, there's the rumor, and I don't even know if it's a rumor or if it's been confirmed, that this is pretty much Bright Eyes' last record. And then he's going to just do whatever the fuck he's going to do. Connor solo. Um, but if it really is the last record, I mean, it's kind of a bummer, but he it's going out on a high note. And it is like a kind of like a culmination of everything yeah. that Brightus has done. Like It's definitely a good bookend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like a greatest hits of each, but of like the sounds of each, all the records. Um, I got to see him twice uh, touring off this record. And super jealous. Sorry. Uh, once was in a cemetery, which was really cool. Uh, but it was the first time, I mean, in a long time of seeing Brad is where he, he just seemed like happy and was like enjoying 
Like, it didn't wh- seem trite. Like he was doing it because he had to do yeah, it. Yeah, like I mean, there were songs where he didn't play guitar. Like he just like walked around with the microphone and was like, he just he didn't just seem like completely drunk or drugged out or who. You yeah, know? I mean, he definitely wasn't sober. I don't believe, but uh, yeah, he just it seemed like he was having fun with it. Which I mean, if you, you're going to go out, like it was a good way to go. I mean, I really hope that there is at least one more tour. Or me too. Because I'm going to be gone. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, that's so that um, this was very close to becoming my number one record, uh, but to no avail. Nope. It, is, it, is it didn't number, win. It is my number two record of the Did year. Did not win. Uh, Popcorn Ray. We've spoken about this record already. Balance Composure Separation. Number two. Number two. Awesome. Record just... It really... It it hit... It hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting. I was like, okay, cool. Like, Balance Composure. And I was like, holy shit. Like, they just... Especially from, like, where they went from their prior releases to this was just like, how did how did they get there? Like, that's, that's the one thing that right. really resonated with me, where it was something that, you know, you just, you don't know how a band gets to a location, right. and that they, they just create a record that, honestly, it's like, from front to back, I can listen to it, and it there's really no lag time for me. Um, so, yeah, the, my favorite song is, like, I Tore You Apart. Tore You Apart, right? Yeah. yeah. That song's good. <sighs> yeah. And because it, it just has so many elements of what they do well. It's, mm-hmm. like, kind of the perfect sort of... Summarization. Be aggressive is kind of cool too. Yeah, it's cool. Um, push pit song. Good push pit. Total great push pit. Great head walking song. The push pit. Yep. And well, I can even d- enjoy it being straight edge because of the line. Right. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> the, the, the fuck what you told me. Yeah. Smoking alone in my room in the end. Totally. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This record is uh, Firestorm Johnson. <laughs> But yeah, they 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 did it, and uh, I just hope I hope. Would you say that they did the damn thing? They did the damn thing. I'm really I I I'm almost scared for the band because it's like you know when you release a record that's like this solid, even though it's like technically not that early in their career. Yeah, it's their first proper full length. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of pressure for the next record. Right. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, hopefully they'll be able to you know kind of live up to it progress past it and yeah just they've already worked with the i mean that's with the brian awesome, mcturney brian McTurney, yeah, yeah. A, from battery uh, many people know him from that <laughs> that are our age and older <laughs> but um yeah so they nailed it number two mr uh jeremy Bohm. uh number two okay i will i'm gonna preface this by saying this has been my number one whoa but on, but on my drive today <laughs> I decided last minute demotion. Last minute demotion, and it's not a. Dem- I mean, I just I, I I let my true feelings take over with this one. There's a lot of different feelings for this, but okay. my number two is "Pianos Become the Teeth of Life Long After." I've been saying it. I've been saying it's my number one record of the year, and I still feel like it is. But I just last minute decided to switch it up for other personal reasons. But "Pianos Become the Teeth of Life Long After." They. I can't stress how much I believe in this band. They're one of our band's biggest influences, and, and having having friend people you care about and be so close with you also influence your band a lot. Like they knocked it out the park with this record. It's I feel like they're the underdog band in in our world too. You know, like as this record gets more is out longer, I feel like it's going to get the attention it deserves. Yeah. Um, lyrically, it's it's the most. Uh, devastating and touching thing um, being such good friends with Kyle and knowing him throughout 
everything because the last record has, has to do with his father being sick and then being close with him as his father passed away and knowing that that's like pretty much the basis of this entire record yeah. um and then also getting to see them do tour off this record and just seeing how kids connect with it it's incredible and the last song on the record if oh, you if you chilling. yeah if you if you have any soul at all you'll appreciate <laughs> yeah. this this everything they've done so I can't stress how proud I am and how just incredible this record is. Yeah. It's fucking unreal. I so, agree. There you go. Wholeheartedly. Whole, yeah. It's. I like the artwork too. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, Everything about it it's is. Way better than anything Scott's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> He's not paying attention. It doesn't matter. Why? Right. <laughs> uh, number two, Joey. I already did mine. Yeah, okay. Number, number two, Scott. two, Scott. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, was, was your last one to do number two? Yeah. Okay. Was, I just threw it to you because he wasn't ready yet. So. Word. James Blake. James Blake. Me? He is an English. We've already talked about I think they call shit. him a producer. He beats Bonnie Vare. You're crazy. This is incredible. Beautiful cover work. What was his song before? He had like a big. He, he had like a hit. I don't like, think he had a hit. You're thinking of. <laughs> he, thinking of? he gets. I. Lumped him in for whatever reason. The last time I lumped him in with like X Factor, American Idol, but uh, Blake Sheldon. But that's no, that's no. I'm I don't know why. Someone else. You're thinking of James. I'm just because this is the this is the dude who like I would put on the same page as like definitely not as good, but like was big like Damien Rice was at a moment. Yeah. Oh no, this isn't. You're fuck, you're who am I thinking of? of? James Blunt. James, James Blunt. Blunt. Yes, yes. Had a, you know, did he do that? Oh, oh yeah. that's right. I was about to say he did he because that song was huge with with uh, the um, the blower's daughter or whatever yeah like, from Damien oh. Rice like it was like the two like yeah yeah like, this is not about Damien Rice or James Blunt this, this is, is about, about James, James Blake, Blake. <laughs> now what is it's tell me about James Blake record. um it's basically him playing a piano with a bunch of delay pedals and he loops his voice over and over again building up these like I would say textures sonic textures. And they just grow, and they go up, and they go down. It sounds great. A little one-note-ish, but it's better than everything else I've listened to. <laughs> Except for your number Except one. Except for your number one record. Except for number one. Hence to the number two ranking. Yeah, I don't like this record at all. I can't. That's okay, Ryan. I know. You lost me at the leg. But can it melt the heart of divorcees like James Blunt? <laughs> no. <laughs> of, of single housewives. <laughs> It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Number one. Number one. Uh, Jeremy Bone. I'm going to break the set cherry. This off. Thursday. No devolution. Wow. Controversial to say. I will. I will. 
here's here's I'll make my I have a long rant about this, but I will cut it down and make it make it a little bit shorter. Um, obviously, uh, we're all affected by them breaking up and and all that because they've they've been essentially our older brother band and um, their band that from war all the time till now they've been they've had the worst luck yeah you know what i'm saying like they, they're a band that has just like fought through so many battles and just like somehow stayed s- try to stay together and they've just had so many issues and they've them themselves have always been pretty big underdogs without this you know within this world and um they've continued to put out records that i've actually absolutely loved um and it was hard not to be biased on them as you know you're talking about the ta record like just having them be such good friends and all that stuff but um I feel like No Devolution is their best is their best record. Like Full Collapse will always be Full Collapse. And I and I and I talked with a friend about this the other day where I feel like if you were to look back on the on the history of Thursday in a couple of years Full Collapse is I, I this is how I'm comparing it. Full Collapse is their blue album. No Devolution is going to be their Pinkerton. Cuz everyone has to agree that this is the better record. Like it's so it's so mature and it's so dark. Um it's produced in a way that I feel like Thursday needed to do the record where uh, the vocals have always been incredibly upfront for all their records. And that's, it's always worked for them, but for this, they pushed them back and let the music sort of take over. And it's like a haunting record. And when it gets aggressive, it's like on another level of aggressiveness that they've never shown before. It's, it's a perfect record. I am so psyched on it. And I listen to it all the time. So when I was on the drive, I put it on and was just like, what's going to be my number one, what's going to be my number two? And I know that like, I can sing along to every single song off that record, whereas Black Long After, I love every single song on the record, but the hooks that are in No Devolution just like stand out to me super hard. So sure, I'm going with that. Number one, Thursday, No Devolution. I enjoy this record. I, not as much as you, Yeah, but I really like it. It's too. I think what separated because I, I all your comparisons and analogies like I can't disagree with. I think what what separated for me, it was just it's such a dense record. Like, and I personally didn't have the time to devote that I know that I probably wanted to to this record. Um, so because it's like after like two or three listens where I was just like, there's a lot to unpack here. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit yeah. going on, and because of that, it was difficult for me to be like, all right, like. I got to keep going with it, but I know that in time that record will have, cause yeah, it's like, you know, that, that, that is the better record. Yeah. So yeah. it's unreal. Unreal. Yeah. I feel you. Pop corn <laughs> Joey. Um, should be no surprise to anyone who's listened to the show. My number one record is Manchester orchestra. Simple math. record but that's i don't even know what it's called <laughs> um but three for three on proper full length this is a perfect record um yeah i just love the the ups and downs of this record with heavier songs and quiet songs and yeah front to back perfect listen yeah 
Just you, like could, you can listen to the entire catalog front to back. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. I will say I listened <laughs> to uh, I'm Like a Virgin Losing a Child the other day, and it just they sound like kind of like a different band. I mean, at least like completely different. Band. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Like. I like I love that record, but like his vocals are different. Like everything, like it's weird how. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's just a different. It's a different band. Um, but yeah, this record. But if you listen from that record to this record, you can hear the progression. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like the against me thing. Yeah, exactly. Except people don't get as mad. Right. <laughs> people don't get so lit up. Right. Um, but yeah, I I absolutely love this band, and I want them to put our records every day <laughs> easily easily done yeah, yeah. no um, problem ray should listen to this record again i know i and i f- i feel like i'll get to it eventually not like listen to it but like get it like it's just one of, i don't know there's certain it might be a thing you need to do by yourself too not yeah. having you know just like absorb by yourself yeah there's certain there's just certain... like the way i've never watched anchorman yeah because i don't care yeah no yeah. i get i've never i've never watched any of the lord of the rings but that's not because Neither i don't I. care i've never seen just because i hate anime. elijah wood I you still haven't seen it no. i love oh. that i love that i love that because uh, right now is when you can yeah no, it, it's past john yeah. john header who's like oh don't worry there's a cartoon coming out fuck that oh yeah that's terrible fuck napoleon dynamite the only way i will watch it me and my friend brandon Which you, i think you've missed your opportunity on because i guarantee this it was never on usa though we only said usa <laughs> it had to be on usa we had to watch it with commercials it was oh, yeah. never on usa so i never saw that movie and i never will yeah fuck john hatter <laughs> i don't think many people the level of animosity right is just incredible uh, it's pretty this. high yeah uh, popcorn scott okay popcorn ray you lost your turn sorry <laughs> that that quickly, uh, it comes as no surprise as we've alluded to previously. The Bonnie Vare Bonnie Vare record is the best record of me for me this year, uh, and I just judge this based on sheer amount of listens. And no record will even come close to it because, for whatever reason, my kid loves this fucking record. He falls asleep to it like just. Mm-hmm. Would you say that Ray's regrets ended when you found out your kid liked this record? It, well, I, it, I mean, he I has he has no choice based on the matter. Like, like he could have probably fallen asleep to Firestorm. Well, actually, that's not true. It's yeah, I don't think aggressive. this kid has the cognitive ability to recognize a record. Well, he doesn't have the cognitive ability to recognize the fact that it's his favorite record. But when he's actually reacting to music and falling asleep to it, I mean, that that's a reaction in and of itself. Wouldn't you agree? You see it to believe it, right? Well, you would never see it. I'm never letting you around my... You know, that's terrifying. <laughs> but no, I just think that... Uh, yeah, I just love the record from the moment that they that he released it. Um, I think that all the arguments against it, as far as, you know, overproduction, um, you know, the pretension of... Like, I get all that. I, I can't disagree with any of it. Right. But... The way that, and you know, lyrically, like, you know, the record doesn't like hit home for me because right. it's, you know, a lot of it is just kind of gibberish and I get that. But how it's just a beautiful record. Um, and what he did to, and I saw him live. I saw him play once. He played uh, at the USC, like Shrine Auditorium. And just the, he had the entire audience like around his pinky finger. And it just like he commanded right. such, uh, respect for what he was doing up there that it was just like everybody was in awe and like he he even took his older songs that he just had acoustically and put them with the band and it was like holy fuck like he sounded like mogwai at times like how loud and powerful it was did he play skinny love 
He did. Oh, cool. I want you. <laughs> and um, the way you describe that, like I saw Kings of Convenience at the El Rey, okay, like, 2006. But like, thanks again. They. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most obscure joke <laughs> uh they it was the same like i got that same feeling where like it went i didn't know what to expect i almost went into the show being like this is gonna how interesting this is gonna be sure. like it's such a mellow thing and like the crowd the, the crowd control that they had it, like i never thought that could be a thing that could make a show better totally but they i mean like doing the crowd doing backups clapping along yep. like yep. everything that could like it was awesome. So yeah. I can I can understand that. And you felt it's like so weird because it's like you know you don't feel a sense of community. Like this record, I don't feel like is a sense of community. Where it's like you know what do I have in common with like you know a forty five year old woman in you know Brooklyn? Like I, there's there's no sense of community with the record. But at that show, I felt that where right. it was like we were all in here like caring about music that at one point was independent. Now is for everybody to consume because he's getting nominated for Grammys and shit like that. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Scott, Fantastic. here we go. Finish this up with here a banger. She is. Finish this up with something I don't know. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. So this record brings together all of my loves in life, including... Mosh metal. Pornography. <laughs> Christian, <laughs> Christian hardcore. No, it's quiet. It's uh, understated. Subtle. And it's called The Year of Hibernation by Youthful Game. Joey's eyes waved over for every record that you mentioned. What is it? Oh, it could be. You could be naming. I feel the same way though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I try to be the bridge between you guys. I, I mean, it's hard for me to go out of my way to listen to a lot of bands these days that get a lot of like the Pitchfork hype because um, they're all they all have um, aquatic fucking names. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. There's so many beach related. Sure. And water related. Oh, yeah. but you can just a laundry list. And there's some of them are good. I like Beach House. Sure. Um, Beach House, Best Coast, Waves. Yeah. Washed Out. Washed Out, Youth Lagoon. Right. Um, uh, How many really feel? There's so many. Like, this is just me off the top of my head. There's, yeah. I think. Uh, Nick and I put together a list of that got up to like 14 of all bands <laughs> yeah. that are all very doing very well to have some sort of. Yeah, water related. What does name. that say about society? We're all drowning. Say that for another podcast. We're drowning Whoa. in music. We're drowning. Yeah, uh, I, I I like that record though, Scott. It's amazing. I, I there's no way it would venture anywhere near my like top fifty, but it's like it's a nice record to all listen right. to. <laughs> there's no way I would. Uh, I know. I'm just kidding. There's no, no way I put that on around my kid. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, not everything can be that. It's very true, Scott. Maybe your kid would fall asleep for this. He probably could if I played to him first. It's that boring? Yeah. <laughs> Joey was that passionate about it. That's, that's basically the best records you can listen to. What was your favorite TV show of 2012 that was not new? Parks and Recreation. Great show. Thank you. You're welcome. 
my favorite TV show of 2012 that wasn't new was Bored to Death. Okay. Thank you. I just started rewatching. I started watching the new season. It's incredible. Yeah, I need, I'm excited That's to so get through it. It's fun. Better. It's fun. Ray, same question. Mine was Community. Thank you. Yes. Boardwalk Empire. Ooh. Thank you. Interesting. I would like, my favorite episode of any television show this season, though, was Community Remedial Chaos Theory. Yep, that was it. Was that the one? That was the one where they That's had what it's called? multiple storylines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. That was great. Fuck everyone who doesn't watch Community. Sorry, yeah. Jeremy. They failed. It's okay. Uh, well, I have another question for you. Out of 2012 television shows. 2011, but it's fine. 2011. <laughs> You're so excited for the end of the world. I'm done with this year. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite television show that was brand new? Are you asking me, Scott? I'm asking Jeremy. Is I was trying to look it up on my phone. I have terrible service right now. Uh, I don't know if this was a new show. I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of new shows, but I th- it was Shameless this year. Yes. Yeah. Shameless. I liked it a lot. It was fucking v- just rude. Riotous. It was a it was a rude show, and I was down. <laughs> what is that about? Uh, it's it, William H Macy's like the worst alcoholic father, and just like, but it's like a con- it's like a dark it's on it's super time. dark. It was, comedy. Right, it was showing right before Californication. Super dark comedy. Uh, just drama with the family. Based on a, or originally a British show, I believe. Could have been. I believe. I think, yeah. yeah I think you're right. Maybe but I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I just saw, actually, today, a uh, bus drove by, and it says season two coming soon. In January. Very coming. cool. Yeah. Very excited Because that, that and Californication, they come on the air at the same time. Fantastic. Raymond III. Um, I don't have any like new shows in particular. Whoa. Yeah. I, but there's two shows that I slept on, Lee, The League and Workaholics. Oh, we're Incredible. Both of those are very funny. Now, Joey and I are going to hold hands and do this one together. One, two, three. Homeland. Batman. <laughs> Batman. I'm just kidding. It's Homeland. <laughs> Homeland was the show that you should all be watching. It's about a... Don't ruin it because Ray hasn't finished. Or started. Or I thought you started. I oh, downloaded. Download. I have oh, them yeah. all. So don't give any... Th- you like to give away spoilers, Scott. All right. It's basically like 24. Is it like 24? No, that was Strike Back. That was like 24. Oh, Strike Back. Strike Back and Homeland are my two favorite shows. <laughs> nice. Home, but yeah, Homeland's awesome. Is it like an action show? No. Well, there's action moments, but it's like a... Minimal, though. Intrigue. It's like It's like thriller, Gattaca, where like the preview drama, shows you action and it sucks. Yeah, like... Did you say Battlestar Galactica? I just said Gattaca. Oh, okay. the movie Gattaca. Oh, okay, Gattaca, sorry. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I was going to yeah, slap you. you, that you. That shit. That shit was okay. incredible. Anyways. Um, but... Homeland, new show. Watch it. I'm looking forward to watching it. It just ended. Yeah. It's on it's on demand. I'm I'm aware. Um, now, there were also movies to watch in twenty eleven. Jeremy. Wait, Come back to me because I have two. I'm curious yeah, to hear what your guys' are. are so that's fine. Yeah, we'll just do top three. Yeah. yeah. We're right. just firing these off. Joy number three. Or we just can do it like Just that? do all three. Well I'm gonna I did I did things a little differently this different this year. Like not like I did last year and I got made fun of for having uh, the other guys, which is fucking incredible. But I did movies that you might not have seen, like smaller movies. Oh, good call. Um, because my top three would be The Muppets, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2. But okay. those aren't my top three. Those top made three. a little money. Yeah. Number three was a movie called Bellflower. Um, made for like $17,000. It's really good. Um, it's very confusing. Like It's about this guy and his friend, and one of the guys meets a girl. Did you buy the drama that comes after, but it's like, I can't describe It's so hard. It's hard to describe, but it's really good. Did you see it? Yeah. Did you like it? It was good. Yeah. I mean, like Joey says, it's really hard to encapsulate. Um, number two, Super. Um, 
with Rain Wilson as the he becomes makes himself a, a superhero. But it's so fucking violent and funny, and it's the craziest movie. Um, I liked it. Didn't love it. Yeah, liked it. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And number one movie, and probably would have been my number one movie, regardless of how the list would be, Attack the Block. Um, everyone should see it. It's, Great movie. It makes Super Eight look even stupider. Boom. Did you not like Super Eight? I thought the ending fucking sucked. Okay. It could. I just thought the movie could have been so much cooler. Okay. I don't know. Agreed. I, it, I, I, yeah. There was very cool parts. But Attack the Block was perfect all the way through. I choose yeah. to go last. so Sounds know. good. All right, I'll mine it, mine it really quick. I didn't do it based on uh, Indie Darling. Well, even my number one, mo- well, my number one movie is a somewhat Indie Darling. Attack the Block, I agree. Joey, it was absolutely incredible. It's basically like Goonies amped up times three. Like shit that you just don't expect to end these... As opposed to kids you like in Goonies, you kind of don't like. I mean, you're, these, these, you're not supposed to. But they're the anti-heroes. Yeah, exactly. So it was a great movie, though. Um, pretty much anything that has to do with or Edgar Wright puts his finger on. I'm gonna it's true. enjoy. You liked Paul? Paul wasn't terrible. Yeah, I know you hated it. Well, I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't see it. I just looked at it. And oh, said, I thought he's dumb. Uh, <laughs> it was it. It should. It would. It was okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> it could have been better. Did Edgar Wright to attack the box? He was a producer on it. Yeah. Then okay. um, the Muppets. Fantastic. It was amazing. And then Drive. That was my favorite movie of the year. Drive was awesome. I couldn't. That's I so couldn't cool. believe how much it, that movie affected me. And like, I thought about that movie like two, people? three weeks after. I want driving gloves still. That's very weird. Why? It's like one of the best things in that Volvo. movie. Drive it doesn't. It, like I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could be driving it with your crappy pickup. It doesn't matter. You have driving. That gloves. makes a little bit more sense than a Volvo station wagon. No way. I drive a station wagon, and you drive a Volvo station wagon. You're more of a girl than I am. You have an Audi, though. I have a. I don't have an Audi. Oh, that's what is that? <laughs> Audi. I don't know why I thought you had an Audi. You you have the hot girl car, though. Well, it's not a Jetta. It's yeah, a Jetta station wagon. It's not a Jetta. <laughs> That's pretty close. It's still cool. But I don't want driving gloves. I know. I I, the only reason I wanted them is because of this movie. That's it. And I don't I don't want the satin jacket. I just want the gloves. Oh, the broest jacket ever. It's pretty bro. Scott? I'm going to do this by category. And kind of in order. <laughs> what? Number three is a documentary. Bobby Fischer against the world. Did that come out this year? Yep. Okay. It was awesome. Um, number two was a... Tearjerker, something that just touched your heart, and it was called 5050. Titanic in 3D. I want to see that so bad. I still haven't no. seen it. It's awesome. And number one is Drive. Good good call. I, I kind of forgot about Drive. Ooh. Jeremy. Okay. Uh, thank you for helping me with that. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of a third. So my third, my, my number three will be 5050. Okay. I enjoyed it. We, awesome. uh, we, we, we saw it on. Well, no, I saw one was home, and I saw it with a friend who actually had gone through something similar. So I had that sort of, sort of connection with it. It was uh, heartfelt, made my eyes watery. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, it was a dusty theater. You can't, yeah. you can't agree with that. You don't cry, so. I didn't cry. But... <laughs> Dude, when he hugs his mom. Even his, even his dad. Yeah. 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 It's okay. It's rough. Uh, so yes, fifty-fifty uh, number number three. Number two, Drive. So good. So good. So good. Unbelievably good. Made you just feel like a badass. Did you feel short because it was so good? All I, did I, I felt like I wanted to go on further, yeah. 
uh, there's a sequel coming out in book form. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Not the fuck. You have to read. read. <laughs> Give it like a week visuals. and it'll be, it'll yeah. be in production uh, for movies. But yeah, it's probably the coolest movie. It's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, number one, Hesher. Oh, oh fuck, that wow. movie was awesome. Yeah. Number one, Hesher. I haven't seen it yet. You know? I, oh, we, I watched that here with you. Yeah. So yeah. good. That yeah, movie's awesome. So good. Um, loved it so much. Did you see it, Scott? I did. Did you not like it? Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Burn. Hey, dude. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I, I like how it got it got very uncivil very quickly. Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I was diplomatic up until this point. Yeah. Right. Now I'm just mad. Yeah. No, I enjoy. I love Tesher. No, that was Rain Wilson. Uh, yes, he's in it. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Natalie Portman. If you should watch the um, remember we watched oh, yeah. the extras, the the deleted scenes or or the or whatever. Some of them are cool. Whereas, like Rain Wilson, Rain Wilson in the movie is like incredibly straight laced, and we were like, "Man, I wonder if this is even going to be funny." And like his are great. Yeah. Like, like a uh, scene where Natalie Portman comes at the door later, like, like knocks on the door. Kid, he's like, "What?" He's like, "Someone here to see you." It's that chick from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like it shows them like doing a doing a scene where they're like uh, they're just like drive. It's like the driving scene. Yeah. And um, like he's like talking to people. In cars next to him, just like you're not even a look, you're not, you're not even slightly interested, not even. I'm from, I'm in the office. <laughs> That's like, awesome. It's awesome, yeah. But the movie ruled, loved it. Cool. Um, that wraps up 2011. Oh, we can do favorite podcast real quick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Favorite podcast other than First World Problems. Jeez. Mine's WTF. That's the podcast I look forward to most to listen to. I kind of build like four or five up and then listen to them all in succession. So, Mark Maron, WTF, find it in iTunes. BS Report, Great. Bill Simmons. She is that the one you like look forward to the most? Oh, yeah. It's, I, my favorite time of the year is football season because the Monday podcast where they go over the, the Vegas lines with Cousin Sal. I can't wait to delete those from my. Oh, they're my favorite. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, that is hands down my favorite podcast. Um, sports, pop culture, good times. Radio Lab, great Science. show, great show. Learning, Man. well produced. You've listened to it, right, Joey? Nope. It's amazing. It's like the best production. It un- I, I I can't even. Does it sound like he's sitting next to you? No, not like audio quality, just effects and. They have like, I mean, it sounds like recording studio type stuff where there's like layers and you're just like, yo, why are you doing this for a podcast? It's hmm. like, there's like so much production value to it. I agree. It's a great show. Jeremy, do you have Uh, it was played a lot, uh, in, in the van, uh, uh Clayton downloaded it every week. Um, Mike and Tom eat snacks. It's pretty funny. Great. Yeah. I, Anything I, Mike Liam Black does, I'll, I'm going to wholeheartedly support. I'm going to whole, wholeheartedly support. I enjoy many things in life. One of them is snacks. Yes. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, get yeah. into it. Cool. It's actually, um, I'm gonna just talk about Michael Ian Black. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna create my own care my own category right now. You guys ready? The stand up record. I'm a fucking guest right now, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I'm gonna I'm gonna read off my favorite tweet of the year that I favorited. Okay. You ready for this? Yep. All right. Um, it's from Michael Ian Black. Off the top of my head, this That's is fine. It, Michael Ian Black saying, if NASA can put a man on the moon, why is my wife such a bitch? <laughs> Anytime he pulls in his wife, it's just like, it's so good. Her how much his kid, yeah. 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 It's, I remember waking up and reading that and just laughing hysterically. That's 
perfect. It's, it's incredible. So, Mike Lane Black, thanks for that. Well, 2011, you've been great. 2012, we're looking forward to it. 25 episodes of First World Problems, the podcast. Here's to 25 more. Thank you, super fan Eugene Kim. Chris Abbott, again. There's about there's three, so many. There's about three or four that tweet at us. They tweet. I like how you tweet recommendations to us now. That's a very good thing. Just people in general that are fans of the podcast, or email us show suggestions because people do that as well. We'll get on the West American Nightmare one pretty quickly. Oh, sorry, Scott. All right, goodbye. Bye. Bye.